and good morning. Welcome to the Morning Stretch podcast with Jake Gallo and Artie Lopez. Good we are we are your hosts. Say hi, Artie. Good morning, my babies. How's everyone doing? It is uh, morning glory here at Rolling Pin. Rolling Pin Donut, Camarillo, California, where we are podcasting live from the front cab of my work truck, because that's how it's going to go. Morning Stretch is going to be a uh, quick morning podcast to cover some stuff and bullshit for about uh, 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes at most. Maybe we'll get nuts and go longer, and you guys go about your day. Hopefully you tune in. So um, thanks for tuning in if you did, and uh, if you don't, I understand. So <laughs> how was your weekend, dude? Uh, you know, it was not bad. I uh, My dog hasn't been feeling well, so I've been dealing with that. Uh, I got this new job now, which is kind of great. I'm starting to enjoy my hours. But I think I'm more excited for the fact that baseball is back. back. And we're back. back. You guys, uh, uh, me and Artie are big baseball fans. We'll be covering a lot of baseball. If you're into baseball, Dodger baseball, uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of that in these uh, morning stretch podcasts. Because that's our passion. Comedy, baseball, uh, the ups and downs of life, death, and everything in between. And everything else in between. And every other stretch in between. And don't get carried away. We're not trying to blow your mind. It's not going to be profound or professional. This isn't fucking Joe Rogan. Not this Scott is... Van Pelt. Yeah, exactly. We're not taking Rogan and ESPN together. It's nothing like that. It's just two dudes before work every morning that do comedy. And we're going to bullshit with you. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, our weekend was good. We actually did actually did a outdoor comedy show. Me and Artie put That's a bunch cheap. of those on uh, over the... Um, pandemic out at the baseball field in Oxnard. Um, and, Which were you know, hit. They were great. They, they were, were great shows. Hit. They were a huge hit. People liked them. Coming up from LA and... People still want to hop on them. Yeah. And so we are going to get some stuff going. Um, we've decided we're both going to do our stuff together and individual so we can spread out and do more comedy. Exactly. And we both know lots of people, so if you bring everyone together, you know... We're covering than, all the bases. Right? Rather than having those old... Remember those old shows at, like, fucking Hong Kong in? Like, no offense, but, like, Camillo would put on, like, fucking eight of his friends, and then the headliner would drive up from L.A., and instead of going on at, like, you know, 10.30 as a headliner with the show starting at 9, they would go on at 1 in the morning after you sat through like eight to 10 open micers from fucking Ventura and everyone wanted to leave and never come back. <laughs> Those were like the best shows, but all, they were the best shows with the worst shows. You didn't know what you were going to get. You could get somebody like Jay Light coming in out of yeah. nowhere, or you could just get somebody who literally looks like they just slept at a stoplight. And yeah, they were just yeah, like, dude. this is my first time doing yeah. comedy. It's like, get out of here. Hey, the, the fucking, the tweaker that lives under the pier just walked just, across California Street to the Hong Kong Inn. He's wondering if he can tell a story he, about how his, his, his fucking tent mate fucking stole his crack last night and they got into a fist fight and his dog bit him. That's the kind of shit you would hear there. Or you, uh, or like Artie said, and then right after that, you'd have like Quincy Jones come up and, and just murder the room. Yeah, not and and not the not the fucking genius musical composer, the the comedian that had cancer <laughs> or something that that's miraculously went away. I don't know how. What the hell happened with that? He was like had a terminal illness and he's still alive. I think he got a. I think what it was was that he had, he got a surgery. I mean that's great. I'm not. I'm just saying like I'm tripping. I was like, dude, I thought that guy was limited. Everybody, it was very nerve wracking. They did a. Uh, they did a um, 
what do you call it, GoFundMe, and, you know, he was also on Ellen and stuff for a couple other things, but he, he got the surgery, and it prolonged his life for, I want to say, like, at least another 10 years. Oh, wow. So, like, a lot of people don't under, didn't know that, or I don't know if, if that, but that's just the last I thing I heard. I could do that with yeah. every Oh, I know, and it's but it's a certain type of, uh, you know, surgery that he had, and... Ah. I guess trip. it worked out. Well, that's good then. Good for him. I was like, damn, what? Ha- no one's mentioned that guy passed away. I'm like, no, he's that still was, going. I, I was that like, was the first time I met yeah. him was over at uh, Hong Kong Inn. Was seeing him uh, when he would come out, out in the middle of nowhere. And we would you would have like a random Joe Schmo up there on the mic. And then when you close out the show, Quincy, Quincy Jones or Quincy Johnson would come in and it would crush. It would crush. Uh, Can't be a big fan. But yeah, so... Little things like that. Uh, we're gonna try and get going here again. So we just had a show. I tried one at uh, Pizza Parlor. Did it Pizza Chief on Kimball. It looked phenomenal. Looking at all yeah, the pictures, it, was, it uh, seemed like all. Uh, it seemed like you had a lot of support. Yeah, a lot of people was, enjoyed it. You had, I think every seat that I saw was filled. You yeah. know, outdoor seating available. There's even people sitting, standing outside, which I was just, I was yeah. just like, dude, I'm glad people are the place, even. Uh, the place held like under the canopy with the tables and chairs set up, roughly 25 people packed. Right. And there was probably 50 people there. Can you imagine? Can if you think about it? Our... And they were spread out, you know, because right. we have the whole parking lot, so he extended it, and we just put up more benches and he brought out more tables that they're not using for obvious reasons inside. Right. So it worked out, and everyone was spread out and. Yeah, man, people were going in and out all night ordering beers and pizzas, and uh, it was just popping. Um, to, th- to think back in the day, you know, we 25 even sounds like a great number then, you know, like to have people come out. But, dude, to have it during a pandemic, to have it during, like, well, people pe- are... St- people want to come out. There they want to come out. There was a ton of people, yeah. and they were thanking us saying, come back. So it went really well. It was, you know, it was... Uh, Lauren Clark, I had Lauren on there. She did really well, dude. She did really. She got the biggest ovation of the night. One of her last jokes, dude. The whole crowd was, she was, thank you. And she, I told her that. It's like, dude, you got a fucking, you got a, you got a applause break. Yeah. Like that was great. And she's like, oh, I did. And I'm like, go watch her video. It was, it was really good. Oh yeah. She did really good. And then um, they brought up um, a girl I don't really know that's friends with Matt and Rachel. She just did five, but she even her, she got, I, I'm not, I'm totally unfamiliar with her, and uh, she did really well. Um, they liked her, and um, then uh, I had a really good set. I had fun, man. Tight. I went up there. Yeah, it was fun, dude, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but it went really well, and I was happy. Crowd was laughing, so I was, I was stoked. Um, and then Matt and Rachel did really well, of course, and it, it, dude, it was just a great night and um, perfect rhythm. Yeah, and we he stoked, and we're gonna do it again. Um, we got another one coming up two weeks, March thirteenth. Pizza Chief. It's called Comedy Slice, and this one's gonna be a rowdy, fun show. I already, I already have. We, uh, I got a uh, feeling this. One's I'll gonna be on be this. Rowdy. We got Mr. Artie Lopez here on it, and then we got Carlisle Forster, who is the. Uh, co-host of the uh you up with nikki glazer podcast on sirius xm um she tours and opens for nikki she's gonna it's gonna be fun and then of course we got the incomparable spaz sam tripoli if you don't know sam tune in sam's a good time he's fucking hilarious he's loud he's meaningful but he's really funny and i've i've done multiple shows with them he's uh the best way i can describe seeing a sam tripoli show is it's a lot of fun so if you're into rowdy like you know obnoxious uh adult humor 
that's what we're going to be doing. This, this show is going to be really, uh, you know, it's going to be up there on that level. So if you're into that kind of shit, it's going to be fun and rowdy and everyone will be safe. So come on out. It's Pizza Chief, March 13th, 830. You might want to call because he's thinking of doing reservations now because we ran out of seating. The people Genius. were standing in the back. So, um, and there's no charge. It's a two item minimum. You got to buy a couple beers or wine and beer, or you can buy a pizza or something. You'll be fine. Um, you know, just to help the business out and it's for the show, help support us. So come on out to that. Uh, it'd be me and Artie on the show with Carlisle Forster and Sam Tripoli. And, uh, that'll be March 13th. All right. Enough plugs. Baseball season started. Dodgers A's yesterday, boringest fucking game I've ever seen. But, but there were people in the stands. Where was, was there? There was a handful, but more so in the outfield because there was there was noise going on, right. base hits, and you could see a couple behind the plate here and there, like in the stands, and they were going down the lines. There's people, little clusters here and yeah. there. And it is Arizona. They don't give a fuck. They don't. Yeah, they're uh, more open. So. Um, but it was nice to see. It was like when I was a kid watching the Ventura College baseball games. Um, those, were, those were the best back. Because you didn't know anyone. No. And you just watched. You just enjoy, and enjoyed they, they, the game baseball. of baseball. Yeah. It was kind of cool. But uh, today, Dodgers signed, uh, you know, they signed Trevor Bauer in the offseason. A lot of people gave him shit saying he's overrated. We went over this. He's not overrated. He's, not overrated. he's overpaid. He's overpaid. Possibly. But we'll see how it goes. You know, uh, it's not like the Dodgers are going to, it's not going to ruin their season if he's fucking average. Right. You know, their pitching staff was already great. Um, but they got to deal with the Padres this year who's stacked up. Huh? Who, who looks snack? They, uh, they got Blake Snell. You Darvish just signed uh, Clevenger, who's a, a beast of a. Do they have Kirby Yates? Is that their closer? I think that's his they, name. I don't know. They, Pod's got really good pitching, like the youngest good pitching you've never heard of. <clears throat> and they'll dominate you and shut you down quietly. You know? And they also got some great bats with them. You no, know, they the can, bats are stupid. The bats they got Manny ridiculous. Machado. They got, they got Fernando uh, Tatis. Tatis. Eric Hosmer. Hosmer. They got... Uh, who, who's the uh, guy? I can't think of his name. Uh, they got a bunch of dudes. Like, guys that I've seen around the league for years that are just solid. Like, Will hitters. Myers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got Will Myers, too. He's a good ball player. He didn't never lived up to the hype, but he's a solid... Yeah, he's, he can crush. He's good. He's good. Um, anyway, so we got that. National League West is going to be exciting. The Giants suck, which is... Typical. You might think, like, as a Dodger fan, I'd be like, ah, but I don't like it. I like the Giants being competitive. They're, they piss yeah. me off. They're just throwing the towel or what? Well, I think Are they they're just, rebuilding. I think they're rebuilding. Ever since I, th- I think they won the back-to-back World Series, uh, they've been on that rebuilding year ever since then. Uh, we tried Pre- to they rebuilding tried to get, era. Yeah, they tried to. Uh, <laughs> I think when they also gave away, they, I think they're even trying to re-sign Pablo Sandoval, which would be. He, he was there, dude. Yeah, he was, was there last it year. It would be gnarly to have him. They're gonna try to have him back. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they just messed up, messed up on a couple picks. They should have um, signed a couple guys earlier, but instead they kind of lost them. I and... feel bad for fucking Buster Posey. Oh yeah, man. that guy's a legend. That guy I is a legend. Posey, dude. Broke... Buster Posey's dope. He's a great fucking player. But as soon as he broke his leg, rival, I still yeah. he was the he. I have to say there was a few of them. Brandon Crawford was another guy like the giant shortstop. I like Crawford too. Bomb. Crawdad was a good player. And. Uh, 
Brandon Belt was all right. I saw Belt. Oh, yeah. When I lived in Fresno, unfortunately, for a couple of years, uh, the, the AAA team there was the Fresno Grizzlies, which was the Giants AAA team at the time. And it was like 2010, 11. So I got to see Lincecum and Buster Posey there rehabbing. And I got to see Belt come up as a young guy. Every Crazy. game, every Grizzly game I went to, Brandon Belt hit a home run. I was like, dude, this guy's going to be. That's gnarly. Yeah, we went to about five. And I swear to you, every single game, Belt dog one out he was he was like their big dude then and he went up that year and you know uh, but yeah like Baumgartner was there on one rehab start when he was just coming up you know um, I just think the Giants just should have made some some table moves when they should have and they didn't and the Dodgers I feel like haven't stopped making table moves. No Dodgers plan was straight from day one and right. they, they've exceeded that like you know they're I've heard like Bauer said he saw anyone that I've ever talked to that's played here done any time here said if you can play for LA you should do it because yeah. it's a, like an experience you know just it's an the experience. way they handle their club they're professional they're, they're, their players have the best of everything I think they do shit as an organization yeah. with the community that's top notch like all their players do like they're just you know they uh they're, they're 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 like supposedly the healthiest ball club in the league. Yeah, I believe like they, that. They had, I think they were more. Remember when Gabe Kapler was there in charge and yeah, yeah, GM yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah. He was kind of assistant GM or something. Gabe I remember. I remember. I remember. Adrian Gonzalez didn't like it because they took out like the Coke machines and yeah. shit in there, and they made everything was like fucking vegan. They couldn't eat the food. They well, had that was to the have, thing. Like, uh, you... organic food to yeah. put in, which is fine because they put this precedent down like we're a healthy team we cut down on injuries and illnesses stay healthy stay fit do we, good for your body like we don't have nachos shit. we don't yeah. have beer after the game yeah. we don't have hot dogs but we which do i'm opposed have. to but i'm not a major league player we have I'm keto a fan. yeah we have <laughs> keto you know <laughs> so, i go to these sushi. games and get fucking obnoxiously hammered in the yeah. stands cheer them on and you know all that bullshit but but i believe they're, they're in there eating protein bars and drinking fucking you know gr- uh what is that green green wheat shots grass or whatever they call it but green wheat shot grass you know uh, but yeah so um anyway baseball starting excited bauer goes today against the rockies at noon and will be uh, interesting yeah. i will be watching so uh yeah we're just kind of catching up here maybe a little boring i don't know what you guys want to hear from us how about uh since we're about to go to work um you know, start our Monday, the whole week starting. Uh, what is it? What what job that you can think of? Like, honestly, what's the worst fucking job that left you to this day? Like, you think about it and you're like, fuck that 100%. I will never do anything close to that shit again. Like, I'll sell fucking... I'll sell, like, balloons and shit in the park before I do that. You know what I mean? Like, just an awful job, awful worst pay, job. awful people, disgusting conditions... People that were dicks, you know, something shitty you did there to get back before you left or if you did anything. I don't know, dude. I've done so many. I've worked countless shitty jobs over the years. And all my friends will do that. They're, my friend Josh like, you're like fucking Jamaican, dude. You have like three jobs. You've worked everywhere. He's he's a Midwesterner. So to me, I was like, oh, you mean I'm a Mexican yeah. out here, right? He's, out here. He's calling it Jamaican. I was like, no, almost every Mexican dude. I go, what do you mean, dude? I'm fucking that guy. You know, I've always had like a construction job and delivered pizzas and, and, and a side job and, yeah, and like made my own shit on the side or tried to like fucking come up with some hustle, you know, um, what's been your worst job? My worst job, I would say by a long shot doing fucking pest control in Central Valley, California. 
I had to do startup jobs. Okay, let me explain what I did. I got a job. There's no jobs in Fresno. I moved out there for a relationship, if you're wondering. You're like, why the fuck did you move from Ventura on the beach to fucking Fresno, California? I was kind of in the midst of a an early midlife crisis. I was lonely. I got in a relationship. Hey, this is a good idea. I'm not doing shit with my life. And I just kind of moved out there with my kids, looked for work, got it. Uh, but it was like pest control. Unless you're a professional in the Central Valley, like a doctor, teacher, lawyer, something like that. There's not much. You're fucked. Do. You're looking at pest control, part-time construction, or delivering pizzas. So Fuck. I was like, oh, perfect. That's my career. I should move there. <laughs> but... I did that. I did pest control. Here's what happened. Here's I'll, I'll explain this to you real fast. My job was they hired me, and it was fucking, like, minimum wage or something. Barely over. I don't even know. Minimum wage in California at that time was, like, seven fifty or something. Damn. I don't even yeah. remember. But they paid me a whopping 10 or maybe it was 12 bucks an hour. Minimum wage was, like, eight fifty. I don't remember, dude. Um, but it looked promising. It was shitty. And I, it was like, okay, cool. And I got in there because if you had a pest route, you made commission. And those guys did okay. And for Fresno, it was cheaper. I was like, if I can do that, I'll be fine up here. Figure shit out. So I started this job there, and they got me as a guy that started. What they would do, dude, this company was Dewey Pest Control. Fuck them. Don't ever go to them. They treat their employees like shit. I'm telling you right now, I don't give a fuck. They can come after me. I work for them. I can tell you everything dirty that they do. Um, Dewey Pest Control, Fresno, California. They would hire Mormons to come in in the summer, like the guys that go on missions and knock relentlessly on your door and annoy you, the fucking bike helmets and the backpacks and the short sleeve suits and shit like that. And these fucking dipshits would show up to people's houses the same way they would sell fucking Joseph Smith's Mormon shit. They would sell pest control. And they were the devil. I remember they would sell $500 spot treatments is is where there's one area that's got pests and they go and control that area by basically polluting it with some sort of fucking pesticide. And they found like two termites in a dead tree stump 30 yards off the house in the yard, some 80 year old lady and they'd sell her like a fucking spot treatment fucking for like five to $800. And I'd be out there for five minutes and I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? Those guys would make like 20% commission. They didn't give a fuck. So. They'd send these little Mormon dudes out there, these little happy, fucking Opie Cunningham, dead-eyed, fucking pasty, like Midwest-looking shithead kids, you know, just fucking soulless. Like it, they, nothing they said was genuine, dude. But out, they're out trying to spread their word. They, right. they, they, it's just bullshit. They bothered me. They're just eerie. Like you feel like they've never been around anyone that isn't white, you know. Like they're just fucking weird. Fuck Utah too. While we're at it. Fuck that state, dude. Fucking, ooh, it's great for skiing. Fuck skiing, too. That's like a rich person sport. Who the fuck goes skiing, dude? That's broke. You ever been skiing? No. Exactly. Where'd you grow up? I grew up here in California. No, where'd you, what city? Say it. Say it. Oxnard. (laughs) You don't fucking ski if you live in Oxnard unless you live down in fucking Silver Strand, Oxnard Shores, where all the fucking rich kids live. Or you stole someone's skis, and that's what I did. Yeah, unless you steal someone's skis, but then most people in Oxnard that would steal skis wouldn't go skiing. They would fucking pawn them and go buy Tweak or fucking heroin or something. That's how we do it in the 805. You know, hey, I stole a pair of skis or a nice surfboard. Oh, well, don't let anyone see you with them. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to get rid of them and go buy some junk. (laughs) Anyway... So, fuck, back to Utah. Uh, these Mormon kids would go out and they relentlessly sell these jobs. And you know what I had to do? Here's why it sucked, for multiple reasons. Saturdays, right? It, Jake, 
you're working this Saturday. You know what that meant? He's going to be down. I lived in Fresno. He's going to be down in Visalia, which is 45 minutes south of there. You're going to drive down there. Your family's going to Bass Lake. My family's going, hey, I thought we were going uh, camping this weekend up to Bass Lake, which would have been great. But no, Jake, you have to work, and there's no getting out of it unless you want to lose this job, which I fucking needed at the time. Yeah. So while they're up at Bass Lake, my chick, her kids, my kid, and they're all, oh, we'll be waiting for you. I'm down there. It's 110 degrees. It's fucking July. And I'm sitting in a McDonald's dining room waiting for a happy young Mormon to fucking call me so I can go out in 110 degrees and fucking de-web houses and spray them with pesticides and fucking basically clean their yard up while these guys go to the next house and go, hey, I'm going to go try and get another one. Get ready. That was my Saturdays. That, that was my daily horrible. thing. And my family's way. I would get up there by five, worn out, pissed off. They all had a great day. Oh, you're here. I get to sleep one night, spend Sunday. We go back Sunday night. My day goes back to Monday. Same shit all Fucking over again. Angry. And then I get checks for two weeks and they'd be like $7.39 after taxes. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you, Dewey. I fucking Gosh. hate your owners. I hate your managers. Gosh. Oh, and they fucked me. I'm not going to get in it. But anyway, that was my worst job and I fucking hated it. I will never do anything like that again. That's that. I'm sorry. That's uh, fucking below me. I don't give a fuck what I've done in my life. I will never do shit like that again. I think for me it was. What are you? Uh, What's your I, worst job? Worst job was a hotel maid. Hotel maid right up here on this one street on. Uh, I think it's right you on the one hundred and one. Rooms and yeah, shit. Yeah, it was uh, on, <laughs> in Camarillo. It was right, and it was. Oh, I did it for the summertime, and it was during the. Um, the Cowboys spring, uh, not the Cowboys, what do you call it? Uh, spring practice. You know when the cow, the Dallas Cowboys Oh, come yeah, down yeah, here? yeah. They'd come to Oxnard. And they'd come and do that. Every room would be filled. And then it's mainly people that are huge Cowboy fans. And you know how cow, Cowboy fans aren't the cleanest, you know? But they would, <laughs> but they're also the cheapest. Like, they would never tip. Or, Raiders but it was, and Cowboys fans, It right? was the worst summer of my life. Uh, I, I had to do it as soon as I graduated. And then once I needed a job, it was, that was it. And... I've never found so many dirty condoms or used condoms. It was like a hooker hotel. Jesus but, Christ. Yeah, never doing that again. I'm so thankful I, I uh, found another job. But I could easily be your mate. And it was not used fun. Used condoms? What yeah. else? Splatter? I mean, blood. used condoms, have eaten pizza, just thrown in, be- in between the sheets. Um, you said to clean that up. You, That's what you had to do. Yeah. Did you had, wear a hazmat suit? No, no. Numerous times where I'm like, this is how you get syphilis dude, ho- hotels AIDS. are disgusting they're disgusting they're fucking gross dude I, w- I get sketched out to sleep in my own bed if like my mother-in-law has been in there for a few hours in the morning <laughs> after I leave and it, like, it's not it's just to me I'm like no dude and I'm good so, on that yeah like oh well we wash the sheets yeah but some fucking stranger that left that... bed bugs in, in, yeah. in the room was here last night and they were farting in the bed and they fucking came on it and they pissed and, and then I'm sleeping in it yeah the hotels are fucking sick. Disgusting. I'll just pay to use their parking lot, sleep in my car, and wake up with a broken back, go in for the continental breakfast, take a shit in the pool, and then get All a day. <laughs> All right. Camarillo, California. What 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 resides here? Before you know, I see a lot of soccer moms, divorcees. Uh, That's really what it is. It's Camarillo. Yeah, you It's have a, a lot, lot of like. Uh, it's pleasant. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no diversity. There's no, no gangs. There's no, there's the sheriffs are right up the street. This is where the cops live in the county, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Camarillo is to Ventura County what Simi Valley is to LA County. 
It's fucking terrible. But all right, my man Artie's gonna get going. We just do a morning wrap. We're gonna continue this shit. This was the first one. If it's boring, hang out. It'll get better. Don't fuck with us. All right. Uh, we hope you enjoy your day. Hey, have a good day at work, buddy. You too, bud. And uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next one. We'll catch I might you guys wrap soon. this up, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. All right, Artie, have a good day at work. All right, bud. All right, so uh, Artie's off to work, and I'm gonna do the same. Um, yeah, I was just mentioning the city of uh, Camarillo where I'm at. Um, it's a trip. It's not far from Ventura, where I'm from, and uh, it really is like Pleasantville, you know. Yeah. Uh, Every car I've seen pull in here has, has been a, there's like a Porsche SUV wagon type thing. Have you guys seen those? It's not a wagon. It's a, uh, it's like a small size SUV, but it's Porsche. You got like these big bumble Jeeps and shit. Look at this dude coming out. He's got like black dress socks on and fucking New Balances, jean shorts and like a Harley Davidson t-shirt wearing a mask and like a fucking Looks like he's wearing, like, a general's hat from the Civil War. <laughs> what the fuck? He just got out of, like, a newer Jeep. Those, like, like uh, you know, they look like a disposable camera, and they're two-tone, and they're all got the rounded edges, and they're, like, painted in, like, uh, gloss. Fucking stupid. But anyway. <laughs> I'm just fucking going crazy on people. Yeah, soccer moms jumping out of the car, and they're Lululemons that are $100. They're hitting the vape pen real quick. They just drop the kids off for the week at their ex-husbands. They're waiting for their the young guy that works at fucking the gym to come over and hang out and drink wine all day and fuck him before he goes to his part-time gig. She's, she's kind of supporting the gig on her ex-husband's dollar, you know? Kids are gone for the week. We got his money. I'm going to get a young guy to come over and fuck me in my Lululemons and smoke fucking mango vape pens and shit like that. And then we'll go to Rolling Pin Donut for a fucking espresso. I don't know what the fuck they do now. Down here, but it's fucking, it's pretty funny to observe. I don't think anyone here, like I was saying earlier, I don't, there, there is absolutely no diversity. Camarillo's like a fucking giant Abercrombie and Fitch ad, you know? It's all like young, blonde, Swedish looking fucks, and you know? There's a couple Mexicans, you can't tell if they're Mexican or Filipino, you know? There's, you kind of got that Rio Mesa thing going, but, um, was that racist? I'm just being observational, but, uh, <laughs> Like, Ventura's got a lot of weird white people, hippies, and, like, rednecks mixed in with, like, um, like a lot of, like, Latino and Mexican. There's, I feel like Ventura's, like, Mexican and white predominantly, which it is. Um, and, uh, but then you got a lot of homeless, um, and people wonder why that is. Have you been to Ventura? It's fucking gorgeous. You have a cove that comes in with the pier there. You got the mountains right there. It overlooks the, the ocean. You got the Channel Islands. The weather is next to fucking perfect. Santa Barbara and Ventura should have a lot of homeless people. Because if I was homeless, I definitely wouldn't be in fucking L.A. or some shitty city in the Midwest where it snows and it's fucked up. I would be right on the coast, somewhere pretty where I have access to all kinds of shit. And the weather's good so I don't fucking freeze to death at night. And I don't burn up in the summer like... You're right there. So it makes sense why Ventura's got such a big homeless population. They also spend too much money on ridiculous shit instead of what they should, you know? They had more actual services for mental illness and fucking drug addiction. You would see the homeless population decrease in, in half, you know? 
Like if you had programs they could work for it where they could clean up, get therapy, get straight, you know, get into a job program. Like, why do we not have that? But we have like fucking a bunch of other funds for, oh, the, the Hillside Conservation Society, which don't do shit. They're still building shit all over the hills there. So where, where's the money really going? Like, help the fucking community out. And why do you get pissed off about paying an extra buck or two in your taxes? Do you realize that all those, well, they don't deserve it. Dude, if the rest of society is doing better, you know, then you're going to do better. Your life will be better. Like, if, if, if it is to you, like, I just don't like homeless people. That bums me out. I paid good money. I don't want to see that shit in my town. If you're one of those fucking people, well, then pay a little extra money and that shit will go away and you'll get what you want. You get it? Fucking crybabies. But the rest of us that understand, like, life is hard and shit happens, put programs in there. Help these fucking people. You know, we waste so much tax dollars on useless, stupid shit that just goes right into the pockets of rich politicians, not even people that care about the community. Do something that helps the community because it's just going to enrich the community. It's going to make your life better no matter what the fuck you do. Well, I don't know any of those bums. I never associate with those people. It doesn't matter. It has an effect on the city and your well-being and everyone else's. If you can't figure that out, it's because you're a fucking narcissist and you can't share shit about your life with anyone because that's what narcissists do. They, they trap themselves in a box and they can't share their experiences because everything's about them. They don't give a fuck about how they make other people feel. If people like being around them, they just don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So you got that end of it. Um, anyway, morning rant. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. I'm going to get going now. Um, we're going to do this every morning. It's going to be a fun little podcast called The Morning Stretch. It's going to be with me and Artie Lopez, and we'll give you our two cents, and then we'll cut out for the day, get back to life, and uh, hope you all enjoy it. All right, so if this was a little boring, like I said a minute ago, take it easy, all right? We're not professional. We're just doing this for fun. Tune in, because there will be days where shit gets crazy, and we say some absolutely dumb shit, make you think a little bit, but for the most part, this is just a, you know. But tune in. Thanks again. I'm going to get going now. Have a great day at work. Have a good week. Whatever's happening in your life, I hope things turn out for the best. I really do. I mean that. Have a great day. I'm going to go try and make my life better by working. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense, but that's what they tell me, and I'm an idiot. All right. Love you guys. Have a great week, great Monday, and I think we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.